Thanks for listening to Jets Fifth Quarter Coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. All right, Dan, thanks very much. Uh, Zach, a team win, if there ever was one. What was the mood in that locker room like a minute ago? Yeah, awesome, especially because the first half wasn't good enough, especially from the offensive side. So to come back and play our style of football and to get it done right there, it feels good. What's it like for this offense to not have Brees Hall on a pitch count anymore? <laughs> Obviously, uh, very nice. I mean, he is a, he is a stud. He, he never he never gets tackled by the first dude. He always makes someone miss. He hits these holes hard, and and then you got to give credit to the big boys up front doing their job too. So um, great effort right there in the in the, in the run game. Yeah, your offensive line fighting through so many injuries today says what about that group? Yeah, those guys are fighting and battling. I had multiple multiple of those guys coming up to me just saying, you know what, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going for him, keep going for you. And I just, you know, I love you guys, and let's keep let's keep going, let's keep fighting. So it was a dog fight, but those guys kept battling. All right, two more. One on the negative side, one on the positive side. Unable to get in the end zone in the red zone, kicking too many field goals. What has to change? we got to be better in the red zone, and I think we're going to go back and watch that. We're going to go back and watch that, see how we can be better in the red zone, because we got to score touchdowns, and it starts there. And One, I think, you know, we got to eliminate negative plays. We we're, you know, we had too many penalties. Um, whether that contributed to not being efficient enough in the red zone, we'll see, but we got to find a way to score. This was a game where you at times struggled, but when you needed to hit some big throws, I'm thinking about the bootleg out to the right across the field to Garrett Wilson or that third down rip to Tyler Conklin when you were trying to go up two scores. So when you are even in a game where you're not getting the ball in the end zone and maybe not playing as well as you did last week, but you hit throws like that, that does what for you? Yeah, I mean, it shows the trust Hacks got in me when we have a third and got to have a situation right there to keep the clock moving in our four minute. You know, call the play and let us go across the board, and, and I got to make the play. Thanks for the time. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks. All right, guys, that's Zach Wilson. Back to you. Thanks for listening to Jets Fifth Quarter Coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, awesome. I mean, he's an unbelievable dude. Um, amazing character. I'm. Sounds maybe a little selfish, but I'm glad he's here with us. Um, you know, obviously it's been tough on him, but, you know, I'm glad he's here. And, uh, you know, have a lot of love for him. So whether he said much this week about it or not, I know it means a lot and it meant a lot to this team for him. So very happy for that. What's it like having uh, Brees running like he did a year ago before he got hurt? Yeah, awesome. That dude's, a, that dude's a stud. But I think it starts with the guys up front. I mean, those guys, some big holes right there. And then when you give... When you give Brees a, a chance to hit it like that, and he's able to make some guys miss, I mean, it's where we can be very explosive in the run game. Did you know right away that he was going to take that one all the way? Yeah, I mean, I, I handed it off and looked back, and you could have driven a semi truck through that hole. So, I mean, unbelievable job. Um, take us back to uh, right before halftime, just kind of with 10 seconds left with the uh, and everything like that. Yeah, I, I need to be better in that situation. I knew the I knew the situation was if we throw a ball in bounds, we got to clock it. Um, you know, I think obviously I was frustrated we didn't get back quick enough to clock it. But what's that five yards throwing it to CJ really doing for us? We are already in field goal range, and um, you know, really it's to take a shot at the end zone. And I knew that, but I felt like he was so open. I was like, oh, I'm gonna give him a chance to try and run for it. But really, there was no, there's no shot for that. I mean, they're they're rallying and tackling there. I should have just sailed it over his head, and we kicked the field goal the next play. And we need to be better right there. I mean, yeah, I was frustrated we didn't get the clock off, but I could have helped us right there and just thrown it out of bounds. The interception, was that just an example of one-on-one coverage, giving Garrett a chance to make a play? Yeah, absolutely, but the, but the throw needs to be better. I mean, I, I missed inside a little bit, and I tried to, 
you know, third down situation, they play man coverage. They put their best player on our best player, and, you know, he made an unbelievable play. I mean, got tipped around a little bit, and he catches it between his legs. I mean, it's one of those that can go kind of either way, but, um, you know, really all you can say is great play by two right there. Zach, you guys, you guys are getting to the red zone a lot, so you're obviously moving the ball, but a lot of those drives are running in field goals. So what, what do you think is, like, the, the thing that you're not, you guys haven't been able to do once you get into that area? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think we need to go watch it on the tape and, and find where we could have been better in the red zone. It's tough to score in this league, but we need to be better there. And I think one, it we need to we need to get rid of the penalties and the negative plays. I think that killed us kind of in the first half. It didn't really feel like we were playing that bad, but we weren't moving the ball necessarily in the first half. And it, you know, we had I think a couple of third and longs. I think we were over five in the first couple of third downs of the game. And you know, we can't be there because we can't be in third and long. We got to find a way to stay ahead of the sticks. And I thought we did a better job of that in the second half. Robert just told us that Hackett got a game ball. I'm wondering, I know you just touched on it a minute ago, but were there any cool scenes in the locker room afterwards if you could describe if you had any interaction with him and you know, the celebratory? Yeah, and you could see the emotion on his face a little bit, and he's trying not to show it, but we all gave him a big hug, told him we love him, told him we're grateful to have him here, and um, it means a lot to us. Um, obviously, winning's hard in this league, so that's that's first and foremost, but, but you know, obviously how things went for him this past year, it's tough, so you know, it means a lot. Zach, you drive um, for the last field goal, first down, you guys come out, you've been running the ball, run the ball, they put it in your hands, you hit Garrett for 32 yards, what do you, you know, just take us through that play and kind of what it meant that they, they, they kind of gave you a shot there. Yeah, awesome play call. I mean, I wanted to suggest, hey, let's keep throwing it, but we were running it so well, you can't, you know, and it's like, okay, how can I be efficient, how can I take care of the ball, I need to be high completion in these situations, and... Um, I thought it was an unbelievable call. It was something that either we have the shot with Garrett or we don't, and I'm safe with it. I either run, I throw a check down to my right. Um, Garrett did a great job. O-line did a great job protecting right there, and we got a chunk out of it. Um, but, you know, those are the plays you need to, to try and seal the game off at the end. Do you feel like you, you built off of last week? We made a, we talked a lot about the game last week. Do you feel like it continued over today? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the name of the game for me is how efficient can I be? I mean, I'm going to go back, and there's going to be some plays I want back, absolutely, or, you know, certain things. But... You know, the processing and, and then even being able to use my legs a little bit today I thought was was needed, um, you know, especially there at the end trying to get Greg in field goal range. And, um, you know, but we'll go back and we'll watch it because there's always things to learn from in this league. But I, I feel like I'm seeing the field well and um, being decisive and getting the ball out of my hands quickly. But, of course, there's plays to learn from. How do you uh, carry this over to a game against one of the best teams in the league with the Eagles next week? Yeah, great team. And the crazy thing with the NFL is <laughs> everyone's great. You know, that's what's... Unbelievable. I mean, it never feels like there's anything that's easy in this league. Every game comes down to the fourth quarter, one score games, and just like that right there at the end. You think you got it done, and then, you know, they start coming back. So it's going to be a big week for eliminating the negative plays. How efficient can we be? Can we stay ahead of the sticks? Um, and then we got to score in the red zone. Thanks for listening to Jets' fifth quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN.